with the recent AT&T and Time Warner merger, does this rule out any chance that these companies might partner up on 5G? It does, because AT&T, before the deal, had a debt equity ratio of over one. And that means that it just doesn't have the kind of money to build a 5G network. And let's remember the core fact of 5G. You know your cell towers, they're parked you know, a mile or two from where you are, and they're tall and they reach out over buildings and down to you. But also anyone who's used uh, Wi-Fi knows that the smaller the cell, the higher the amount of signal and the more service you get. So your cell towers classically are pretty limited. They can handle phone calls, sure. But if you have a really heavy data load, you don't want to go near a cell tower. You use Wi-Fi because it's uh, much more much more powerful. And in addition, we all know that there are interference problems with cell towers. If they get really loaded by lots and lots of users, the quality goes down and so, forth, so on and so forth. So the idea behind 5G is to create a more Wi-Fi-like architecture with cells that are only 500 feet across. So if you're going to build 5G, you pretty much have to build something that puts antennas on every second uh, telephone pole or every second lamppost, if you want to look at it that way. So it's very dense. Now, the next thing is you've got to have the quality of cable that connects the cells. And often neighborhoods just don't have that. Some do, you know, Verizon spent, what is it, 23 billion on fiber for some of its coverage area and then stopped because people weren't taking Verizon up on its offer. So you've got to build all this stuff and you've got to connect it. That's called the backhaul. And the amount of money is eye-watering and it's important for everyone to remember that it took nearly 75 years from the creation of AT&T by Alexander Graham Bell in 1877 to produce the old 8 kilohertz network that gave us the old black phone with the dials. Uh, to build this thing out might not take 75 years, but it's going to take a similar kind of effort. And, you know, taking 30, 40, 50 years is quite reasonable when you consider the amount of construction involved. The money, on the other hand, is eye-watering. Who has the money to do this? And there's no question that AT&T just doesn't. And in effect, by buying Time Warner, AT&T is taking 5G off the table because there's no way AT&T can remotely consider both. Well, this is an odd thing because Time Warner is meant to be content. Everything from TV shows and movies to CNN. And in theory, you would imagine that what AT&T would want <clears throat> is a network capable of carrying all that content in really pristine quality. So what we have is someone who has bought the content and now can't build the network. That's odd. And I'm not sure they've thought this through at all. I don't think AT&T has asked itself the hard questions here and kind of worked through how this will operate. And most interesting to any of you out there who follow Apple and on our website for clients, we have a great video seminar on Apple and its management and how it operates. And the seminar describes all of these things that I'm about to tell you. Uh, 
Apple has avoided this part of the network like the plague because it realized right away what a massive cost problem it is and how capital inefficient it is. And Apple stuck with Wi-Fi. And starting in around 2000-2001, Apple built the most elaborate Wi-Fi labs in the world and has become a star Wi-Fi player on all of its products. But there we have a situation where, <clears throat> and you can get this video at uh, future-creators.com, our website. And you can also, by the way, if you email me, francis at future-creators.com, get our latest uh, white paper on 5G. It's called 5G and the Kodak Moment. You can get that white paper from us. And as I say, just email me and I'll gladly send it out. The problem here that we've exposed, if you like, is this massive capital inefficiency problem and the inability of these carriers like AT&T, Verizon, and all the others around the world to innovate quickly and effectively enough to put such a new network in. So you're going to hear a lot of talk, a lot of hype, and a lot of jabber on the subject of 5G. My advice, don't believe a word of it. You can sign up for a free trial account at future-creators.com forward slash getstarted.php to check out some of this great information. Share a couple of details of this white paper for those that might be interested in accessing it from you. Well, what we've done is pretty simple. We've taken our Future Creators cloud model and we have looked at how fast the cloud inflates and we've measured the rate of cloud inflation that's on the site. And the rate of cloud inflation determines the number of devices on the net and it determines the bandwidth demand and it also shows that one of the most interesting things is that because of the rate at which the cloud inflates, we discovered that the cloud, in effect, has no edge. And you will hear a lot of people talking about edge computing, and especially with relation to 5G. The idea that you can take these servers, these centralized servers that are now hosted by people like Equinix and run by companies like Akamai, uh, these servers are called content delivery network servers, and they manage all the content you see and distribute the content at low, related, low latency so you can watch these shows without uh, delays and get data interaction without long delays due to long distances. And many of folks out there believe that they can post these ser servers closer and closer to users. We discovered when we looked at the rate of cloud inflation that this is a complete, complete miscalculation. That in fact, the cloud has no edge because at a very, very soon, you are going to see a situation where the simple way to think of it is my smartphone becomes your cloud server. And when that happens, those devices will auto connect to each other without going through a major 5G network. And if you think that this is uh, uh, a myth or crazy, it turns out that we have just had innovators come in to see us at Future Creators uh, and show us exactly this. And they have created uh, a phenomenal new concept where the servers and the, uh, the networking device, if you like a sort of a mini Wi-Fi slash 5G device, connect to themselves and don't need anything else. They don't need a large network to start working. Fascinating stuff. And it scrubs almost everyone's calculation. It's massively capital efficient. And 
one of the weird things it does is it takes the billions and billions that people have spent to buy licensed spectrum from the FCC and makes it unlicensed just because these devices connect to themselves and don't go through any kind of cell tower. Future Creators is the largest and most comprehensive business management system ever created. Visit us at future-creators.com. Thanks, Francis. Hey, thanks, Robert. So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life, the only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details.